0: Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Hi there, and welcome to the Explaining History podcast. And today I want to talk about the uh, founding months and years, if you will, uh, of the CIA and its development from 1944 onwards with the, it's the initial uh, ideas of a central intelligence service that were suggested by the CIA's first uh, pioneer, uh, General Wild Bill Donovan. Who um, first put the idea to uh, Franklin Roosevelt, who uh, was uh, ambivalent, but perhaps uh, worth giving it worthy consideration? Perhaps unsurprisingly, the initial response by the other uh, chiefs of staff and the heads of uh, services, from the Navy uh, to the Army to the Marines, was uh, less than enthusiastic. Um, The Office of Strategic Services had fewer men in the field by 1945 than it would take to fill the standard US division. Um, The American expertise in spycraft was not particularly strong by um, midway through the war. Um, Most of the understanding they had about... Um, intelligence covert operations sabotage uh, cryptanalysis and that kind of thing came from the british and if you look at the uh, rather amateur hour nature of mi6 at the start of the war um and the abilities of say of uh, people like burgess maclean and philby to easily infiltrate it and its basis around you know public school and oxbridge and that sort of thing um, having Mi6 as a role model wasn't necessarily um, the greatest start that the OSS could have had. Uh, the other service chiefs looked at the OSS and uh, pointed out uh, that it ha- it was made up of all manner of kind of eccentrics and adventurers and characters, if you will, um, as many um, uh, pioneering intelligence services around the world in the 20th century tended to be in their infancy um, because there were people that didn't fit into other services people that were um, by their very nature, Mavericks who thought outside the box and who had uh, other ideas about things um, and who had a range of different roles in uh, civilian in the civilian uh, realm who brought their expertise uh, into um, intelligence services. This is the kind of thing that makes um, Navy and Army men inherently suspicious and and uneasy. They can't uh, pinpoint specifically what this service actually does. And the problem that the CIA has when um, it's born into life under the uh, Truman administration, is that there's a huge question mark over what it's meant to be. Harry Truman um, famously said that really he wanted the CIA to be some kind of presidential daily bulletin, um, a an information service that would help a fairly inexperienced new um, president Without any of the kind of diplomatic background that Roosevelt had grown up with and had acquired by almost osmosis being the sort of part of the kind of the political royalty that he was, um, it would be a service that could supply uh, Truman with all the information that he needed. Quite literally, what Truman wanted the CIA to be was a piece of paper on his desk every morning explaining what was going on in the world. But Donovan had very different ideas. Donovan believed that the CIA uh, would now be a a guerrilla force taking the fight to communism um, wherever it was in the world. Now, this is interesting because it was by no means a given in 1945 that America's world role would be... Um, A relentless fight against communism. Really, it's only in 1947, with the Truman Doctrine, that um, Truman, uh, in support of of Greece and Turkey, um, and witnessing Britain's retreat from its world role, um, realises that uh, America cannot retreat back into isolation. Um, even though this uh, polls very well with the American population, after 1945, there was a a general sense of job done, mission accomplished, and time now to uh, reap the uh, th- the benefits of peace. So the fact that there were branches of the United States government in 1945 um, that saw not just tension with the Soviet Union but a generational struggle um, that they must wage uh, is it's interesting from the point of view of historians of the early Cold War because it shows and this is hardly a revelation that um, varying branches of governments have different ambitions perspectives objectives and viewpoints and the problem that Truman would find with the CIA is that it would wind up with a virtually limitless budget and almost no congressional oversight, allowing it to fight the war that Wild Bill Donovan had always dreamt of. Now, the great book to read on this subject is Legacy of Ashes by Tim Weiner. Uh, And in it, he points out that Donovan was obviously uh, an exceptional... A leader, but also a maverick and quite an eccentric, and he writes, President Roosevelt always had his doubts about Donovan. Early in 1945, he had ordered his chief White House military aide, Colonel Richard Park, Jr., to conduct a secret investigation into the wartime operations of the OSS, the Office of Strategic Services. As Park began his work, leaks from the White House created headlines in New York, Chicago, and Washington, warning that Donovan wanted to create an American Gestapo. When the stories broke, the President urged Donovan to shove his plans under the rug. These were the plans for the Central Intelligence Service. On March 6, 1945, the Joint Chiefs of Staff formally shelved them. They wanted a new spy service to serve the Pentagon, not the President. What they had in mind was a clearinghouse, staffed by colonels and clerks, distilling information gathered by attachés and diplomats and spies for the benefit of four-star commanders. Thus began the battle for the control of American intelligence that went on for three generations. So this throws another player into the story um, of the beginnings of the um, CIA, the Chiefs of Staff. There was a, um, an interest by them in an intelligence service not the kind of um, guerrilla secret army that Donovan wished to create. By the way, stories of um, Donovan wishing to create an American Gestapo were obviously kind of quite quite ludicrous and far-fetched. It's certainly not what he was uh, envisaging. Moreover, uh, Donovan had some generally rather wildly romantic uh, views of what a spy service should be. Uh, based on readings of Rudyard Kipling novels. And whilst that sounds um, absurd, uh, it certainly holds up to the historical fact that uh, many uh, Donovan and many of his uh, compatriots um, had read uh, the novel Kim, uh, which tells the story of the British Secret Service uh, again, um, fighting a covert war uh, in the Hindu Kush uh, against uh, the Russians. Um, and this kind of daredevil, maverick um, view of the world Um, had been implemented by Donovan during the war. Donovan parachuted uh, American agents into uh, Germany um, before the surrender directly into enemy territory. They were all captured and killed. He had, um, much as Churchill did, uh, a new scheme or design or plan or concept uh, virtually every single week. And it uh, was even harder Uh, than it was for Churchill, for uh, subordinates to dissuade him and uh, to change his mind. Donovan uh, believed that anyone that didn't fully endorse his plans was in some way suffering from some kind of weakness or was um, uh, sufficiently lacking martial spirit to give things a go. During the war, the OSS was generally frowned upon by uh, the uh, military and the OSS, obviously, being to all intents and purposes a civilian organisation. Um, they were, as spies generally tend to be, civil servants. Um, the idea of a civilian uh, civil um, spying agency, uh, not a, a military intelligence bureau, was uh, with direct access to the President, was seen as a threat to their power and influence. And if you look at the history of um, the services, um, the American services, uh, different branches of those during the war, and the amount of bickering and fighting and demand for the president's attention and uh, for governmental resources, it's hardly a surprise that when a new agency um, uh, put itself forward or was proposed, that there would be this this kind of, uh, of infighting. Um, the Air Force, Navy, uh, Army and Marines all wanted to demonstrate their ability almost single-handedly uh, to win the conflict, uh, and it took the skillful um, managing of these by uh, George Marshall and by Roosevelt um, to uh, create a kind of a combined service uh, approach. Uh, and if you go back a couple of podcasts to where we we're talking about Roosevelt and Chamberlain, when Roosevelt himself proposed a predilection for the Air Force um, service chiefs um, who thought that he had far greater fascination with planes than was healthy uh, reminded him that by and large Um, a a correct combination of uh, air power, infantry, armour, artillery, and naval power was the way the war would be won. And obviously, intelligence comes uh, a great deal into this. Most of the the, uh, significant breakthroughs, breaking of Japanese codes in the Pacific, that sort of thing, um, of the war were done by signals intelligence, by uh, cryptographers. By American equivalents of Bletchley Park, and indeed by ultra-intelligence from Great Britain um, sent to America, which was um, Great Britain's Second World War superweapon, which uh, provided uh, the British with uh, an ability to punch well above their weight as their military power began to decline. One reason for a newfound post-war enthusiasm for a combined intelligence service run by the military a uh, bureaucratic sifter of information um, was the the debacle of Pearl Harbor. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.
0: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care.
1: All sorts of human and signals intelligence was pouring into America that the Japanese were planning something. Um, There was uh, an assumption that they couldn't possibly do anything as uh, as reckless as attack Pearl Harbour, and yet all indications pointed in that direction. Um, And yet the uh, um, information uh, that Pearl Harbour was the likely target uh, was not sufficiently uh, passed around to uh, army or navy service chiefs, Um, the code itself that had been broken was um, so secret that uh, it wasn't shared with commanders in the field. Um, The infighting between um, the army, the navy, the marines and the air force Um, meant that different bits of the puzzle were hoarded and not shared. If you read uh, Lawrence Wright's amazing book, The Looming Tower, about 9-11, a great deal of the explanation for 9-11 lies in this. Um, And it was a turf war, really, in information between the CIA and the FBI. The CIA obviously likes to do spying, and the FBI and policemen like to arrest people. And this can often present a conflict of interests. And uh, he makes a very compelling case that had the two uh, had, had two uh, sets of information been put together and shared, it would have been quite easy to arrest the 9 11 hijackers. Uh, there you go. The inability to put together the entire picture um, and to predict Pearl Harbor uh, meant that um, a, a post war congressional. Investigation. I cl- concluded that poor intelligence is how America had been uh, taken by surprise and that intelligence would now be a key part of national security um, but that did not necessarily mean in itself that um, in, uh, a new intelligence service would or should be taking the fight to the Soviets. When Roosevelt died Donovan believed that his best chance of creating a vast new intelligence service had died with him. Donovan and a future director of the CIA, then an OSS agent, uh, William Casey, um, said, had both concluded that this was probably the end for any dream of creating the CIA or the CIS, as it was intended to be called at that point. Even worse, a a dossier uh, designed to uh, strangle the OSS itself was compiled for Truman's consumption. It had been drawn up uh, by the military adjutant Colonel Park, um, who had been the top advisor to Roosevelt, and it had been added to by J. Edgar Hoover, FBI director who despised the OSS and saw it as a threat to his own power, and Hoover himself the hope that the FBI could become the kind of global intelligence monster that the CIA became. Uh, indeed, in the interval years, the FBI were dispatched to keep eyes on um, fascist, uh, columnists in uh, Central and South America, um, and those um, nationalist regimes. People like the Peron, Peronist regime in Argentina who had sympathies towards Hitler. Most of the uh, work of the House and American Activities Committee that would later persecute communists had been originally designed to uh, focus on the extreme political right, not necessarily the, the left. Hoover helped to create an impression of Donovan that he was a swaggering incompetent, that the OSS had done far more harm than good and had been uh, a threat to American interests, uh, that the wild maverick nature of the organisation, that had very little oversight, um, was a a threat to the security of the United States. Hoover hated Donovan um, and wanted to uh, present the OSS as having done, uh, quote, serious harm to the citizens, business interests and national interests of the USA. What evidence there is for that is unclear, Um, but there had been, um, uh, there was also a suspicion in the greatly anglophobic Hoover uh, that the OSS had been used by the British and had been manipulated by them as they were inexperienced and perfidious Albion had uh, tricked them into extending British interests around the world. They had also, in the eyes of Hoover, been manipulated by Chiang Kai-shek in China, and had been um, played by the Nazis as their uh, spying operations had been um, manipulated. Had been sort of thrown open by uh, the Abwehr in Germany. All of this um, helped to increase Truman's suspicions. Um, he was uh, very wary of secret intelligence. Operations and covert operations that he had little or no understanding of. As with all these things, Donovan had made all sorts of um, clumsy mistakes during the war, but there had been some fairly successful sabotage missions, Um, and the OSS had gradually learned on the job, Um, and every um, Allied commando unit and saboteur unit had been pretty much the same. If you look at the history of the Special Operations Executive of Great Britain during war, it's hardly crowned in glory. Um, there are um, years of errors, blunders, and uh, uh, broken spy rings and codes, uh, and then uh, a number of significant successes. Truman had very little time, as we say, for Donovan. Um, and it took he, had, he gave Donovan 15 minutes of it um, shortly after um, May, 19, uh, May the 8th 1945 so a, a week later uh, Donovan met with Truman um, and Donovan began to make the case that a new struggle against the Soviet Union needed to begin as soon as possible and it needed to be fought covertly um, as you can imagine uh, at this point, Donovan has almost no credibility, and he, this the, he this maverick plan of his uh, which seems wholly unnecessary, particularly as Truman was looking at the uh, detonation of the first atomic bomb um, coming at some point in the next four months uh, as the method by which the Soviet Union would really be uh, intimidated and held back. Donovan went to the press and went to Congress. He was fiercely critical of Truman and said of Truman that you had uh, decided to abandon knowledge uh, for ignorance and that America had no coordinated intelligence system at all. And he said the defects and the dangers of this situation have been generally recognised. Six weeks after the dropping of the atomic bombs on Japan, the OSS was wound up and Donovan was fired. It seems that Truman had believed the Gestapo line um, and, uh, incredibly, uh, at the start of the Cold War, America's first spy service was abolished. Now, in the um, decision made by uh, Truman um, comes the real birth of the CIA. The fact that a a largely um, anglophobic well, perhaps Anglo-sceptic Washington now knew that they, the only pair of eyes that they had in the world were British, um, and that meant that British um, interests might well cloud American decisions and British interests, at this time a hugely indebted country uh, that had uh, borrowed, uh, taken a loan out, um, from America at the end of the war, in order to shore up its economy, um, and as the USA looked on with kind of great suspicion, uh, build a welfare state or you know, amounted to socialism in the eyes of the US and uh, support its empire another thing, uh, distinctly unpopular uh, on the uh, American side of the Atlantic. It was clear. Yeah that, the, uh, that um, the British had contrasting and very different uh, intentions, even though they had been America's ally during the war. And this was a uh, problem in the eyes of the intelligence community that could not persist. Um, the development of the CIA um, was a, a way of creating uh, an intelligence-gathering service Um, that was not beholden to Great Britain and would inevitably eclipse it. The Joint Chiefs of Staff still fought fiercely for a military intelligence service, but as the Cold War uh, events from 1945 to 1947 heat up, uh, and that Truman suddenly realises that uh, the Cold War can't be ignored and must be fought, and that the Soviet Union and Soviet Communism will not quietly go away, that the CIA's hour comes around. And it's within the creation of the National Security Act of 1947 that the CIA finally finds its feet. It gets its budget uh, and and it's created in full. And the National Security Act 1947 creates the National Security Council and it really creates the uh, national security apparatus that Eisenhower would later... Go on to criticize and be distinctly uh, alarmed about uh, and it creates the modern Pentagon as we understand it and the Department for Defense, but principally for our purposes it creates the CIA and the CIA uh, it really relieves from congressional oversight and hands an enormous budget the kind uh, of funding uh, that while bill Donovan Had always hoped for. So the takeaway thing from this is that um, the the NSA, uh, 1947, uh, the development of the CIA are in part um, the uh, the the kind of the product of the early stages of the Cold War, of the um, Truman Doctrine, of the withdrawal of the British. Um, and their intelligence gathering, and their role, their ability to be the anti communist policeman in uh, uh, the Mediterranean um, in nineteen forty seven, uh, and the um, fact that this role was now thrust upon America, whether she liked it or not. What springs from that? Hopefully, we'll get to talk about uh, in the future the development of um, the CIA as this. Um, And this um, coup planning and delivering um, service for the presidency in places like Guatemala and Iran. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this, and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Thanks. Bye-bye.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen